morning and welcome to Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta, where you are welcome. It's a place where everyone is welcome. And we're glad you're here. We're glad you're there online. And um, so now I'd like to introduce our Declaration of Principles. Leave, and this is done by our practitioners and board members. So. I believe. I believe. I believe in one God, one absolute power, and first cause to all things. I believe that this power is perfect love. And creates out of a desire to express love. I believe all thought is creative, and how I choose to think creates my personal experience. I believe in the unity of all life and the immortality of the individual soul, forever unfolding. I believe. I believe. I believe in the eternal goodness, the eternal goodness of God, the eternal loving kindness, and the eternal givingness of God to all. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Our practitioner this morning, the lovely and talented Barbara Guillory. Here you go. Thank you for that wonderful applause. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. You guys look absolutely fabulous. And to Cyberland, good morning to you as well. Always glad to be here. Always glad to be in spirit with everyone. So um, this morning, the study group, and it is a great group, guys. So if you're looking to learn what it is you believe in, uh, or what you don't believe in, or you want to clarify the values that you have for yourself. This study group is a great place. It's a safe place. You get to express and, of course, again, learn about what it is that you yourself believe. This morning, their topic was peace and pieces. And this is ran by uh, our practitioner, Maya Fuller, uh, very insightful and bring a lot of uh, insights to how you, again, learn about you yourself. So the discussion this morning was peace and pieces. And of course, this morning, it was uh, ran by practitioner Norma Roberts. Peace or pieces, P-I-E-C-E-S. So what is it that we focus on? The thing that we focus on, does it bring peace into our lives or does it bring us to pieces, P-I-E-C-E-S? Is it the focus is placed on what is wrong, therefore bringing us to pieces or what's not working? bring us to pieces? Or is it on happiness? Is it on peace that brings us to the experience of peace? My focus before coming here 
doing the study, I can say was truly broken. My conditioning was to look at what is wrong, what is not working, what is broken. This cannot be. So that has been my conditioning. And of course, when you see something wrong, you know, you, you got to jump into it. You got to fix it. You know, you see something not working. You got to fix it. You, you see something that's not what you want it to be or how you think it is. You got to fix it. So now you have this hero complex about fixing people, fixing things, fixing this, fixing that. And that can be overwhelming because now you're, you're, you're making everything about you. And again, with no boundaries, you have no respect for what the other person would want to experience or what it is that they would want to do. It wasn't until I got into the classes I began to realize that I am causing a lot of anxieties for myself because I have got to fix everything. Everything is about me. And of course, you guys know, that would just make me a victim. So this is my experience coming into the teaching. So beyond that, where we are today, my focus is on what can I contribute from a place of peace, from a place of wholeness, from a place of being, what can I give that will make the situation better? What can I do that would change the outcome? Not necessarily from a position of being a victim on what is wrong or what is not working, but from a place of peace. So today I want to ask that you allow your focus to be on the thought of peace, to create for yourselves an experience of pieces versus creating an experience of pieces. So now I want to do a treatment and the treatment will be in first person and the treatment will be for us to have our peace as we would want it to be. So as we come together and we center ourselves, we come to know and understand there is just the oneness, the one source in and of itself. This one source is expressive in of all, all things. It expresses me to be who I am. I am that of the universe. I am that of the oneness. I'm that of the magnificent. I'm that of peace in and of itself. As I am the one with peace, I can make this declaration of peace as it expresses itself and unfolds itself infinitely into my being, into my conscious, into my body, into my fears, into all that I am, into all that I do. I accept this peace knowing that I am a co-creator with spirit, bringing forth an experience of peace into my life. And as a co-creator with spirit bringing peace into my life, I am so grateful to know that 
it is I that create my very experience here on this earth. With this knowing, I am grateful. And so it is. All right. So, um, guys, Dr. Bob is out. He is recuperating. So keep him uplifted in spirit. But he always leaves us in good hands. And this morning, it is no different. Our guest speaker today is Reverend Cynthia Paulson. She is an interfaith minister and a divine science uh, practitioner student. Not only is she a very well sought after speaker, when I tell you that she is, we're really great to have her this morning. She's also very delightful and uplifting. So please give a delightful and uplifting welcome to our guest, Reverend Cynthia Paulson. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So that song we just listened to, Yellow Brick Road, is a bit of a clue as to what I'm going to talk about today. But before we go down the Yellow Brick Road together, um, I do want to point out it's a brand new month here at CSL. So we have a new theme, uh, which for this month of November is the exploration of the everyday wonder of our home. And of course, home has many different connotations and great spiritual meaning for us. And we will be exploring this through the hero's journey. Because the hero's journey, you know, starts off at home and then the hero leaves and goes on an adventure and all kinds of things happen to them. And they have all this growth and transformation and then the journey ends with the hero returning back home. Now, one could say that we're all on a hero's journey to self-awareness and discovery of how life works from a spiritual perspective. That's why we come here or tune in here every week, right? Now, the story template of the hero's journey makes me think about my freshman year in college. I won't say how many years ago that was, but... I remember distinctly in my required Western traditions class having to read classic hero's journey literature like the Odyssey and the Iliad, Dante's Inferno, the Epic of Gilgamesh, these ancient, fairly difficult to read stories were frankly wasted on 19 year olds. We were not too into it at all. Now, they're all great classic examples of the hero's journey, but I just couldn't imagine spending the next 20 minutes here talking about how those kinds of stories show the wonder of our home and demonstrate our great spiritual transformation as students of science of mind and new thought. You would probably fall asleep. Now, fortunately, there is a much more fun 20th century example we can play with today that most of us know and love, The Wizard of Oz. I have to confess, maybe you were like me, I did not always love The Wizard of Oz. When I was a little girl, I hated it because I was so traumatized by that wicked witch and those flying monkeys. That wasn't just me, right? They were terrifying. 
Now, I've since grown up and gotten past my fear of flying monkeys. And as an adult, I've discovered that there is deep spiritual wisdom in that movie. And it's actually a great illustration of new thought science of mind principles. I think we all know the story of The Wizard of Oz, but in case you forgot, here's a quick recap. Dorothy leaves the safety of her home in Kansas because of a tornado, and she's transported to Oz where her house has landed on and killed the Wicked Witch of the East. That witch's sister, the Wicked Witch of the West, threatens her, and the good witch, Glinda, steps in gives Dorothy the dead witch's ruby red slippers and sends Dorothy down the yellow brick road to the Wizard of Oz so she can ask him for help getting home. Of course, along the trip, she meets some new friends. She meets the scarecrow, the tin man, the cowardly lion, and she is hindered and harassed by the wicked witch of the West the whole time on her journey. Dorothy finally gets to the wizard and finds out he's a fraud, he is a fake, and that's when we really start to understand the powerful spiritual wisdom of this story. For me, it all boils down to one meaningful symbol. It's about the shoes, those ruby red slippers. When we get toward the end of the film, I'm sure you remember what happened. Dorothy always had the power to go home within her because of the shoes. Now, it's taken me years of metaphysical and spiritual training to begin to grasp this truth for my life. In Dorothy's case, the shoes were always with her. She had them all along. In our case, the power of God, spirit, universe, source, use your word of choice, that power is always within us. So just for kicks right now, if you'll humor me, those of you watching at home and those of you here in person, look down at your shoes, at whatever's on your feet, slippers, socks, shoes, whatever you're wearing. They're probably not as cool as sparkly ruby red slippers, but just look at your shoes for a second. Imagine if it were that simple. If in our low moments, when we're filled with doubt, when we're lost, wandering on our journey, being harassed and needlessly suffering through negative conditions like lack, loneliness, sickness, to be able to just look down and realize, oh, there's source right here with me, supporting me, loving me. To look down and see a physical symbol and be reminded, oh, spirits within me, I'm empowered right now. The shoes are on my feet. I'm good. The power is always within us, but, uh-oh, how can there be a but? There isn't really. The power is definitely just there automatically. The but is that we have to do something with this power. Darn, there's work. We have to do things. The first thing we have to do is recognize it. It took Dorothy the whole movie to recognize she had the power within her to obtain what she desired, to go home. 
that long drawn out journey with this wonderful cast of characters led her to understanding and recognizing her own power. It doesn't matter that it's good old, you know, Glinda the Good Witch who ends up pointing it out to her at the end of the movie. You've always had the power, my dear. It's a very poor imitation of Glinda, but Dorothy still had to learn it and recognize it for herself. In fact, Glinda even says to her, if I had told you that you had the power within you at the beginning, you wouldn't have believed me. You had to learn it for yourself. I could walk up to a stranger today and say, hey, the power of, of God is within you. And he might nod his head and say, yeah, that sounds great. But until he recognizes, for, recognizes it for himself, it's not going to help much. Most of us have had the foundations of science of mind class, or at least know about affirmative prayer and spiritual mind treatment, obviously. And we know that this recognition of the one power and one presence of spirit is the first step in affirmative prayer. It's what we always start off with. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this profoundly religious thing. I recognize this power as simply the one mind, one energy, one life force back of all things. I call it God, and I know it as good, period. Whatever you call it, the point is the power just is, and it's ours. Ernest Holmes said over and over again, there is a power for good in the universe greater than you are, and you can use it. It's ours to use. The shoes exist. We might as well wear them. The next thing we have to do is really connect with this power. We have to unify with it. Hmm. Unification is the second step in affirmative prayer. We have to understand we are one with this power. It expresses in and through and as us, always. So part of this is understanding that the shoes are never coming off. We're a part of them, and they're a part of us. That means no wicked witch is coming to take them from us. There's a great line in the movie just before Dorothy starts on her journey when the shoes first end up on her feet. And the Wicked Witch of the West is threatening her, and Glinda steps in and tells the Wicked Witch, you have no power here, be gone. Again, a very bad imitation of Glinda. you got to watch it. I love the spiritual wisdom of that line, because what do we know as students of science of mind? Wickedness and evil have no power. There is no duality. There is nothing we can do to separate ourselves from the love and power of God. I kind of want to say that again. There is nothing we can do to separate ourselves from the love and power of God. We cannot be separated from our good unless we do it ourselves through false belief and fears. Fears like, I don't know, the flying monkeys sent to terrorize us. 
I remember my mom would tell me every time after I had watched The Wizard of Oz when I was little, the monkeys aren't real. Stop crying and go to bed. <laughs> They're not real. I personally think we send our own monkeys, but that sounds like a talk for another day. <laughs> Suffice it to say, we make up the flying monkeys. So to get back on track here, we have to recognize this power. We have to unify ourselves with this power. And remember, the great lofty goal here is to have it be as simple as looking down at our shoes. That's how near the power and presence of spirit is. And Diego, I think you have a slide for me. Um, the power and presence of spirit is as close as the shoes on our feet. Ernest Holmes says, here it is, nothing can be nearer to you than that which is the very essence of your being. Your outward search culminates in the greatest of all, of all possible discoveries, finding God at the center of your own being. Bam. We don't have to search very far for God and our truth. That is a big realization. I'm friends with this married couple whom I adore, and they told me this story once. They were talking on the phone with each other. He was at work and she was at home, and it was a pretty lengthy conversation. And all of a sudden, the wife says to her husband, you know, I can't find my phone. I've been looking for it everywhere, and I can't find it. She said this to him while on the phone with him. You know, because this day and age, we're all so used to doing this constantly. You know, that's probably why she was looking for it. So he thinks he's funny, and he responds, Oh, where do you think you left it? And they proceeded to have a conversation about all the places she could have left her phone. Is it in the bedroom? Do you think you left it in the car? Wouldn't you just want to smack him? So finally, he says to her, Honey, did you look in your hand? She had her phone with her the whole time. And here she was, spinning her wheels, roaming around the house on a journey, searching for the very thing she had and was using, just like those red shoes of Dorothy's. Another thing we have to do with our red shoes and the power of God within us is believe in it. And I don't mean to be trite here. This is not something to gloss over. We all know the scriptural message that we are to ask believing that we have received and that our you know, life experience is done unto us as we believe. So this is a really big deal. Our belief in this one power and presence and our unity with it is paramount to our successful living. We have to have faith in this power and believe in it enough to spur us into right action. Which leads me to the last thing we're really meant to do with Dorothy's shoes. Click our heels. Now, in the movie, this is an adorable moment where the camera pans down to Dorothy's feet and she clicks the heels of her shoes together three times. It's very dramatic. She closes her eyes and repeats over and over again. Come on, say it with me. There's no place like home. One more. There's no place like home. 
right? And she's thinking about home and she's imagining it, visualizing it, believing she's there. It's almost like she's speaking her word, using the law, the power within her declaring her positive affirmation of belief. This is a charming illustration, but come on, Cynthia, I can hear you. We don't really have magic red shoes on our feet and heels to click. So what is the science of mind metaphysical new thought equivalent to clicking our heels? Clicking your heels is a task of action. It's movement. It is activity. I believe clicking our heels is the equivalent to stepping out in faith. Have you ever heard treat and then move your feet? Right. Take the action your belief is spurring you to take. Now, I've heard Dr. Bob share this quote a couple times, and I apologize because I don't know who originally said it. And there's a good chance I'm boogering up the quote a little bit. But the gist of it is, when you've reached the end of the light and you step out in darkness, when your faith and belief is strong, you're either going to find solid ground or you're going to fly. I love that quote. I should really learn it, <laughs> exactly what it is. If you truly believed that the power of God is within you and fully supporting you always, in all ways, what might you do differently in your life? If you really believe this power is real, what risks might you take? Clicking our heels is a conscious choice. It's always our choice to use the amazing, loving, unlimited power that we've been given. So we are all on our own individual adventures. We get to travel our own yellow brick road and discover for ourselves our truth and our power. No one can do it for you. We're all in different places on our journey. Some of our journeys are harder than others. We can decide though, however, at any time, that our journey no longer has to be challenging, difficult, daunting. That's what I love about New Thought and Centers for Spiritual Living. We learn how to live our highest, best life and be our own heroes. As Joseph Campbell famous, famously said, you are the hero of your own story. We are all the hero of our own journey. So wherever you are on your yellow brick road, I bless you. Thank you so much for listening and for having me today. And now Vance is going to come up and do some announcements and our, um, giving. Thank you so much. Thank you, Reverend Cynthia. What an awesome talk. <clears throat> So now's the time for reflection and giving. And um, we have the opportunity to be home, traveling on that journey, knowing that we have 
this law of circulation operating in our lives. And you have the opportunity now to give. There's a basket in the back if you want to donate here in person, or you can say the affirmation of prosperity with me and donate at www.cslmidtown.org donate or click on the QR code and it'll take you right there. I live in a universe of abundance. As I freely and joyfully give, I join in the divine flow and all that I share with life returns to me multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And um, like Barbara said earlier, Dr. Bob's on the mend. He'll be back next Sunday. So we'll see Dr. Bob here. If you want to come back and see him then, that would be awesome. Um, online, he's going to start a new class starting soon. He's, he's working on that. You'll see that on the website. So just go to cslmidtown.org and check that out. And the Sunday morning class that Barbara talked about starts at 10 a.m. on Zoom. So you can get to that link through the website as well. So all of those things going on every week, and we'd love to have you back here. So now, if you will, let's do our affirmation of life. I leave this place now knowing something better than I knew before. I go forth into the world with a heart full of love and a mind full of good sense. I look at the world in a greater way, knowing that I have within me everything I need to create the life I desire. I give thanks for this understanding, and I am grateful for the spirit of life that lives through me. And so it is. See you all back here next week.